You know, some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Pick one up today. Monitor three humidors at once from one simple device. Caring for your cigars is easy with the new PuroTemp wireless hygrometer from Zycar. You now have the ability to monitor the humidity and temperature in three humidors without even having to open them. Ensure protection by setting simple alerts that will warn you when your cigars are not in the optimal environment. Like everything Zycar, this is backed by their lifetime warranty. Stop by your local tobacconist to purchase yours today. Zycar for life. From the makers of the number one cigar in the USA in 2013, the Aging Room Quattro F55 comes yet another highly rated cigar, the Aging Room Bin Number 1, a full-bodied Dominican cigar made with some of the world's oldest tobacco in the market today from the harvest of 1997, 98, and 99. It starts out smooth and builds up in strength and flavor until it reaches its full potential. The Aging Room Bin Number 1. For the true connoisseur looking for a sophisticated smoking experience, with balance, complexity, and character. Aging Room Cigars. Blending is in our DNA. The recently released Perdomo Double Aged 12-Year Vintage is an extremely rare blend of Perdomo's finest and most cherished 12-year-old fillers, binders, and wrappers. Bale aged for 10 years and then barrel aged in bourbon barrels for an additional two years, these exquisite Nicaraguan tobaccos are bursting with rich, complex flavors. Offered in Connecticut Sun-Grown or Maduro, each Perdomo double-aged 12-year vintage pairs extremely well with the finest scotch whiskeys, bourbons, and other fine spirits. Available at only 250 authorized tobacconists worldwide, the Perdomo double-aged 12-year vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast. The following is paid programming. The views do not represent that of JVC Broadcasting, its staff, or management. What are you doing? What are you I doing? Come on. You never light a cigar that way. You use a wooden match. Preserves the flavor, you see. Broadcasting live at the world-famous Casa de Monte Cristo Cigar Lounge in Boynton Beach, Florida. Kiss My Ash Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. With Honest Abe, Adam Kay, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com. Monte Cristo Cigar Bar, right here in the heart of Boynton Beach, Florida. I'm your host, Don Steve, along with my gang, Adam K., the Brewmeister. Ahoy, hoy. And the lovely Lady M. Good morning. What is it you have? This is, um, this is peanut butter for my dog. He likes it in his toy. 
Okay. That's what she said. No. Adam, wow. why you got to get all wow. gross like that? See him? Look. look. I and can't his, see him. You're his, like in the way. And his toy, he actually had, it has. Oh, the, the toy looks like a woman with her yeah, legs spread? Yeah, it <laughs> It's called once a so Kong. Once again, so his that's mouth is like <laughs> right up. Mm-hmm. It's like called a Kong. It, it occupies him for like yes. hours. So good morning. How are we doing this morning? We're doing good. Off to a good start. How about you guys? Hanging in there. Got I'm awake. Sh- you're awake. I'm awake. That's pretty much sums your whole personality. Pretty much. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> we got a good show for you today. We got an uh, old friend, uh, Eloy Gonzalez of Southern Classic Cigars. Talk about his uh, four different lines of brands or SKUs that he has out right now. I mean, they're actually four different blends completely, one yes. size each. But interesting company, a very, very boutique brand. Uh, also, follow us on Facebook and Twitter uh, at Kiss My Ash Radio. Every Friday, we post a social media word. Uh, and today, we're actually trying a new thing out uh, for all our listeners out there who want to watch us. Uh, we've had a hard time since we're not having been doing the show in the studio in front of a live audience to broadcast the show via video. So we we got this new app Periscope up, and you can find us uh, on our Twitter handle at Kiss My Ash Radio. If you want to watch the show, uh, check it out. All you have to do is download the Periscope app. I believe it's a free app. And uh, you'll be able to watch us live right here in the Casa de Monte Cristo Cigar Bar in Boynton Beach, Florida. Actually, if you get a chance, John, you should interact with some of those people see how the sound is on the Periscope. That's one of the things we're concerned about because it's not a direct feed of sound. Yeah, well, we'll see how it works. What if we put them over closer to the, the speaker on that end? Then you wouldn't see our guest. Got it. Yeah, it's a little tricky. Um, also, the fine folks at Zycar. Every week, give away uh, to uh, one of our lucky listeners a wonderful uh, prize. Zycar uh, makers of lighters and cutters guaranteed for life. Uh, Lady M, one of the fine folks at Zycar giving away today. This week, when you're the 10th caller after hearing this sound, you are going to get uh, one Zycar Puro Temp digital hygrometer um, and as well as a VX metal V cut guaranteed for life. Um, the digital hygrometer is wonderful for your humidor. It tells you exactly what your humidification and everything is at. And uh, the V-Cut, you know, all, f- all there for your cutting needs. You know. Over a $100 value of Zycar prizes. And Lady M will send you some free peanut butter with that to it's put on your that. V-Cutter. I can't do anything with it. Yes. Say or do anything without you guys making it pretty. Pretty much. Uh, also today we have David Figueroa, uh, creator and kind of uh, head of one of the biggest cigar social clubs out there, Cigar Social Club. I'm uh, going to find out what his organization is all about and uh, talk to him later on today. And an old friend, the Coop is back. Uh, William Cooper from Cigar-Coop.com will uh, be on the show today and see what's going on. You know, I saw the e-blast for our show today, Mr. Producer um, and Lady M. Uh, the pigeon guy was on the e-blast. I don't see him. Is he not on the show today? Oh, we canceled him. He canceled but no one told Brian. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, he was. Sure he was. There was an e-blast? Yeah. Abe mad. Sorry. My fault. I didn't tell Brian. Well, what are you looking at? It's not that. It's a, No, it's an email e-blast that goes out. Yes, sir. Trust me. There was a pigeon guy? <laughs> I, I, this was, what, a year, or a year ago? A year or two ago? Watch put headset on so our listeners can Yell hear you. you. But, yeah, there, there was a guy. I don't remember the story. It was like a year ago, maybe a little over a year ago. He trained some pigeons to fly with Cuban cigars back from Cuba. Right. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we, yeah, we did a news story like that, right? Yeah, yeah. It was on one of our news stories, like maybe even more than that, two years ago, maybe early on in the beginning. What happened? 
He canceled. He canceled. Yeah. Any, any particular reason? Or? Uh, he said he had a other engagement. He's a he's an artist, so he's uh, by trade. So he had a, a gallery showing. Oh. We're gonna today, have him yeah. on again, though. Yeah, we'll have him on. He's he's a very interesting guy to talk to. I, I read his articles. I thought that it was very interesting. Yeah. I can't wait to talk to him. Well, also. Uh, Long time overdue. We haven't done a smoke screen in a while. So yeah. Lady M and I actually got out this week and we uh, watched Straight Out of Compton. Nice. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that movie. Yeah, Emily thought it was a Emily thought it was a movie about gangs. Gangs and, and cops. And cops. Yeah, I, had, I had no idea what the movie. I was had about. no idea. Yeah. I never saw the picture, the trailer, nothing. So I mean, I don't know what to expect. You went in with an open mind. I did. <laughs> and I came out way alone. Open <laughs> way open mind. But no, she came out. She liked it. It was it actually was a very good movie. We'll talk a lot more about it during our uh, segment, smoke screens, and uh, see what's going on. And Adam's going to do a brew review today. What what beers are you reviewing? Well, today? we're going to talk about the difference between draft versus bottled. Mm, I was always a bottle girl, and now that I'm I'm sure you still are becoming more <laughs> of a beer connoisseur. I like my drafts. Emily, you're a beer connoisseur now. Yes, almost it's getting there. I'm studying. Adam, do you agree with this? Is she a beer connoisseur? She's she's learned a lot. What, uh, what are the qualifications of a connoisseur? You know. Yes, Adam. What are the qualifications of a beer connoisseur? How much time do we have? <laughs> we'll talk about that about, in brew review. About two minutes. Basically, it's all. De- I mean, there's no set specification to what you can. Someone can consider you themselves can a, connoisseur a connoisseur and not anything. be a connoisseur. Yeah. Uh, I'm a connoisseur of driving fast. You're a connoisseur of driving fast. Uh, I think she, we're going to have to get at the source. Uh, I don't know what the word actually means. All right. Should be an interesting show, folks. Stick around. After the break, we're going to do smoke signals, talk about the movie Straight Out Compton, and we're going to find out what's in the box. Whatever. Follow us on Twitter at KissMyAssRadio. Yes, it's mandatory. Hey, cigar enthusiasts. Did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. This is a La Aurora-issued public service announcement. The iconic lion has gone rogue. Breaking out of the original Dominican Cigar Factory is Untamed by La Aurora. Undoubtedly, one of their strongest cigars proves that not only can their factory provide flavorful sticks, but powerful as well. Taking a fantastic Dominican Nicaraguan blend and wrapping it with an oily Connecticut broadleaf wrapper creates a wild ride of flavor from start to finish. Be aware, this animal is extremely aggressive and should be approached with caution. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. And I'd like to invite you to try one of our Decade Cigars. This premier cigar received a 95 rating from Cigar Aficionado, one of the highest ratings ever afforded by that magazine. 
It's a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras. This cigar is medium to full-bodied, rich, complex, yet elegant and well-balanced. I promise you, you're going to love the decade. Try it. Bill Paley, Samuel Paley's grandson, has dedicated himself to creating cigars emblematic of the original La Polina brand, created by his grandfather over a century ago. La Polina premium handmade cigars represent a marriage of the finest tobaccos blended by master artisans. La Polina has consistently received top honors from all industry publications, including Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year and Cigar Journal's Best American-Made Cigar. La Polina, premium handmade cigars, available only at fine tobacconists. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Back, folks. I'm Steve here. My gang, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely lady. Um, a little kiss to bring us back in. It's freely. You're actually technically correct. It is Ace Freely. I was going to say, this isn't, yeah. Well, I mean. Technically, yeah. It was off of Ace Freely's solo album while he was with Kiss, and they each made their own solo album. Everybody's got to go out and do your own thing. No, I think they did that on purpose. They kind of made each their own solo album while they were still together as a group. Yeah, each album featured the, the, the face of that member, and they released one for each one. Um, either way, uh, it's time to find out what's in the box this week. Yeah, Colin. What? I'm going to open it. Don't look at it. Oh, what's in the box? Let's ask Honest Abe. Cigar News. Cigar News for August the 22nd, 2015. He was the bane of offensive coordinators and the leader of one of the best defensive squads ever to walk the gridiron. And in about two months, he's going to have his own cigar. Ray Lewis Legends 52 by Rocky Patel is a one-size brand named after the former linebacker for the Baltimore Ravens. The cigar, built to be medium in body, is made with Nicaraguan and Honduran fillers, two binders, one of them Brazilian, the other from Mexico, and an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. The smoke will come in one size, a Toro of 6.5 by 52, and will retail for $12.50, and will be packed in a 10-count box. How fitting. Ray Lewis? Well, you Rock know... Rock Patel sure is picking up all of these uh, athletes, huh? You know, this has kind of been a theme that's been on throughout the cigar industry for years. Famous people, actors, George, I mean... I mean, I, I but you could say, like, Camacho's got their actors. Well, actually, no. Mike Ditka's in this athletic scene, too. No, I mean, it, it, it's a constant yeah. thing. Very seldom successful. I mean, honestly. I mean, yeah. it, it's, it's very seldom successful. It's more rare than it is positive. But, um, I mean... The I think Gary, it's more for the athlete themselves. Well, too. you know, I think for a guy like Rocky, I think Rocky just is probably a sports fan. He's a sports fan. Yeah. So he, he kind of is more excited about working. I can't imagine that Gary Sheffield cigar did... Worlds of Wonders, you know, I mean. But, it blew out of the park. Yeah. 
close. Get it? All right, Monte <laughs> 80. Not funny. Yeah. Not, not great, no. The iconic Monte Cristo brand turns 80 this year, and Altus USA is celebrating the occasion with the Monte Cristo 80th anniversary cigar. It's a 6-inch by 54 ring gauge square press cigar composed of rare Dominican tobaccos. Made in the Dominican Republic at the large Tabacalera de Garcia factory, the cigar is rolled with an Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper, a Dominican Olor binder that Altus says is from the 2010 crop harvested from the Villa Gonzalez farm. The most unusual tobacco, however, is the varietal that Altus calls Pilotico. The seeds were planted in the Dominican Republic's Navarrete region, and although Pilotico grows with small leaves and a low agricultural yield, Altus found the tobacco unique enough to merit a planting. The blend is bolstered by a stronger Nicaraguan Criollo 98 and Corojo 99 tobaccos. Monte Cristo 80th Anniversary Cigars retail for a mere $22 each and come in a black-stained oak boxes of 12 um, with their normal Floor Daily logo. Only 3,000 of these 12-count boxes have been produced, and Altus has also produced 50 limited-edition humidors that contain 80 of these cigars. For those of you wanting to taste each of Roma Craft Tobacco Tobacco's lines in smaller form, your day has arrived. The company is now shipping the El Catador de las Petit Caronas, a 10-count sampler of <laughs> versions of the company's five core lines. The five, sorry, the names, I know. Each El Catador de las Petit Caronas would contain two of the Aquitaine Pestera... <laughs> I don't even don't even Cro Magon Pestera something or other the intemperance intrigue and intemperance charity and Neanderthal. I love how you even put that in there. Who comes up with these names? Uh, yeah, if you're familiar with them, yeah, these cigars are not believed in these sizes. The samplers are limited to 600 units and will retail for sixty-two dollars and fifty cents. They debuted at the IPCPR last month. And this is the fourth El Catador sampler from Roma Crafts, following the El Catador de los Perfectos, El Catador de los Pentelas, and El Catador de los Gran Robusto. Gran Habano has announced that Heather Payne has joined the company as his new national sales manager. I'm excited to be accepted as part of the Gran Habano family, said Payne in a press release. I was attracted to the firm's core values, commitment to product quality, and their recognition as a national leader in the cigar industry. As a cigar lover, it is a dream come true to work in the industry of my passion, and I look forward to helping this brand grow. Miss Payne previously worked for King's Cigars, and that is it for In the News. Time to find out if uh, we're going to talk about smoke screens. Is there an intro for smoke screens? Well, there you have it. Get more out of life. Come often and bring your family to our theater. Was it good? Was it bad? Let's find out. Smoke screening. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. So, Lady M and I <laughs> saw a great movie. Saw a great movie actually this week. Um, it's really funny. So, we, at what point did you realize you, you, you had no idea what? What the basis of the movie is about? When, did you did you read about it before we no, went? No, nothing at all. So you actually walked into the theater thinking you were seeing like a cop a cop movie. movie. I found out that that's what we were seeing when we were sitting there in the previews, like the the intro came on and stuff, and you were like telling me what was happening, and then of course the people screaming behind us 
the whole time. <laughs> you know, a lot of people don't realize is in what short amount of time they accomplished what they did. Yes. Yeah, you know, they started in 1986. 1986, yeah, 1986. And, like, within three, three years, they're all over the country. And, you know... I mean, this whole window, I think, of NWA as a group was only about five, four, five-year window. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I remember what was going on. And, you know, I mean, I was uh, 14, mm. you know, when all this was going on, 14, 15 years old. And um, it's kind of funny because, you know, I, I wasn't one of these people who went out there and put all the albums in the street and started stomping on the albums, which was which really one of my favorite lines was, you know, they were, they, they, they were protesting them. Mm -hmm. um, and they had all the albums and the uh, cassettes in the street, and people are stomping them, and they're like, man, why are you doing that? And Easy's like, they can do whatever they want. They paid for it. Right. <laughs> so, you know, um, but I remember, and I was kind of like, you know, I didn't get it. You know, because, you know, as a, as a kid, listening to what was going on in the world, just, I took it as, these people are nuts. They're they're propagating violence. Right. You know, anti-authority, anti-cops. But um, the movie really gives you the perspective. I mean, as you get older, you read, you learn what was going on, what mm -hmm. their movement was in music, but as um, you see the movie, really what they went through, and, and I think one of the... The story behind it all. Yeah. I had no idea that, that any of that had to happen. I just never really looked into the history of NWA and Dr. Dre and all that. Yeah. Well, it's really funny, because, you know, my wife is black, so, and, you know, she didn't really grow up in any Compton type areas because you know there's just a lot of scene where the police really you know uh, yeah very abusive i mean look i mean what you have to understand is patrolling compton is not like patrolling jupiter florida you know i mean you're literally putting police in a war zone right, right. you know i mean it's, it's that's what it is it's literally a war right. zone i mean the opening scene they're battering ramming the front of a house i mean seriously yeah, it's it crazy so Compton now has the Chipotle, by the way. I heard on NPR a couple of weeks ago, and everyone was very excited about it. Well, thank you for the tip. <laughs> I, I just happened to hear that, and I thought, found it interesting, and everybody, Miss Compton, was also talking about it. But, I mean, I, you know, uh, and, and, you know, my wife never experienced, but then she had this one-time experience where actually a officer pulled her over speeding. Mm -hmm. uh, she was a hairstylist, colorist, so she had a lot of cash in her thing, uh, tip money. Right. And the guy tried to make her out to be a prostitute. Really? Oh, yeah. Put her face on the floor, tried to convince her to admit she was a prostitute. I mean, yeah, it's really funny because she said this was her first experience of this type of behavior that's obviously right. throughout the whole movie. Right. These guys come out in front of the recording studio. Just, you know, Dr. Dre had an issue with his, you know, baby's mother, and they all came out to see how he was doing. They're all standing there, and the three cop cars pull up, pit him on the ground, frisking him. You know, the guy, uh, Joe Giamatti, who plays Heller, comes out like what are you doing these guys are artists they're not artists i mean it's it's yeah it's hard to conceive this until you see I it like see on the screen right. Right. right so like even my wife who's like never experienced this and you know doesn't really get it and after this experience i mean it just changes how you mm -hmm. look at stuff like oh, this yeah. but i think part of the problem was a lack of education yeah of educating the police even correct to dealing with this like kind of war zone mentality it, you it know was, it was two different cultures basically oh. that clashed together and one didn't really the police, I don't think, definitely did not understand. No, they the they weren't educated. They right. they weren't they weren't they weren't uh, trained right. to handle that kind of stuff. Correct. But what they had to go through there is not what you're going to learn in law enforcement. You know, right. the police academy. Yeah, you know, yeah. so it, it was very very interesting, and you saw the inspiration of, of what why they did what they did and, and how they got to where they are, and, and really some of the insights of even how because um, the ice, ice Cube wrote most of the lyrics. Right. But what really blew my mind away, I'd say, there was no boring moments in the movie. Not one. Which is really, when you're telling a true story, 
Yeah, you, you think there's some, right? Yeah, anytime you watch a true story, a movie based on a true story, I mean, there's some points where, okay, this is the part I kind of start dozing off of it. Not Man, I was on the edge of my seat the whole movie. Wow. Like, literally, Abe would get up and yeah. just sit there like Edge this. of my seat <laughs> the whole movie. And the acting for people, well, let's... I, I looked them up. First off, I didn't know because, you know, I, Ice Cube's yeah, son you was. You know, yeah. I would never in my million years think that Ice Cube would name his son O'Shea. You know, right. threw me off there. But I was telling Emily throughout this thing, first off, the actors they had were amazing. Yeah, that's what Everybody I looked like everybody. Dr. Dre looked like Dr. Dre. I mean, uh, DJ Yella, DJ, um, um, MC, uh, DJ Yella, MC Ren, even Tupac, even Snoop Dogg, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. They, they're all amazing. But most of these guys, I'm looking them up, they're not, they weren't actors. This is, I think, I think this is Ice Cube's son's first. Real film? Yeah. Wow. Real performance. And he was amazing. That's what yeah, I, I heard. They, I was telling her throughout the whole thing, who is this guy? I he wanted prepared to for two years to, yeah. to wow. get and, that. I mean, was, yeah. Ice Cube didn't want to just give it to him as because it was his son. His He wanted him to earn it and right. he made him do that. Wow. He was, bril- he was brilliant. He had his dad, not only physically, every mannerism. Because if you've ever seen Ice Cube, look, part of those type of people who aren't really trained actors, like an Ice Cube or a Rock, though Rock did try to train himself later on. Most of their acting is their natural selves. Right. You know, they're not, they're not becoming somebody else. It's, it's part of them. So, you know, Ice Cube always has this thing when he gets frustrated, he puts his two hands on his hair, and he, does, and he did that in the movie. I mean, it's like all, every little detail. Wow. Yeah, he was brilliant. I mean, I don't know if he'll get nominated, but definitely it warrants some, some recognition. I mean, I, I was blown away. You know, Easy e has a son. Little Easy E. They wanted he, him, yeah. Well, he wanted to. Oh, he wanted to. And they told him that it just wasn't going to work out. Yeah. And he was actually really, really upset about it at first when he didn't get the casting role. But he ended up turning it around and then became um, the other guy, the new guy's uh, coach. And he trained him for I mean, two yeah. years to be, you know, like yeah. his dad was. I mean, it's, it's, it, I got to imagine it's very hard. So, I mean, any, any I, mean, if, I mean, most of us are old enough that we remember it if you're not – it just really just changed. They were the first band that they had the uh, warning label. Yeah, you know, advisory label. Advisory label. Parental yeah. advisory. Yeah, because no one, they, they went platinum without airtime. Right. No radio stations were playing their music. So um, it's very sad what Jerry Heller did to those guys. And yes. I, I mean, yeah. And yeah. How, yeah. Awful. And, you know, you know, that's what happens when he took advantage of some very uneducated people about right. the system. but. Thank God, knock on wood, they all thrived and, and have done very well for themselves. Except and for Easy. Except for Easy. He would have. He would have. Yeah. He would have. I mean, what I what, what I took from the movie that I didn't know about historically is Easy had actually was putting them back together. Oh really? Right before he died. Yeah. He when he finally opened his eyes to what Heller was doing to them, and basically fired him. Mm-hmm. And he ran into Ice Cube in a club and they talk and they they made up and. Uh, he talked with Dre, and they, they were, they were going to get back together. They were w. literally wow. with yeah. days of getting back together. Literally. He was, had worked it out. They, he apologized, mended all the things, and you know, then, you know. Wow. He died. He passed away of AIDS. Yeah, it was pretty how crazy. Was, how was Paul Giamatti in that movie? Paul Giamatti is great in everything. Yeah, I love him. I, I mean, thought he was awesome. Yeah, I, mean, I, I actually I, didn't even realize it was him at first. I did after, like, 10 seconds, mm-hmm. but when I first saw him come up, you were like, oh, yeah, and I was like, you didn't know he was? I didn't even know he was in it. I didn't yeah. even know he was yeah. in it. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, no, he's great in everything. He's probably the, the best character actor yeah. in Hollywood. Him today, and John my, Goodman. In my t- yeah. John, John Goodman. No, he's, a, he's another character. Like, the guy yeah. doesn't get a lot of lead roles, but they're phenomenal. They, they make movies, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, oh, yeah. just in their presence. So it was very good. Worth the ticket. Go see Straight Outta Compton. 
Um, historically, it's a part of this culture. It changed music forever, without a doubt. And yeah. it's a, it was a very well done, very entertaining movie. And, you know, coming from someone who really... Because you really didn't want to see it. I didn't care, because I thought I was going to watch a gang movie. Right, right. And she, and she came out, she loved it. So Stray Out of Compton, worth the price. Uh, enjoy it. Go check it out. After the break, we're going to have Eloy Gonzalez of Southern Classic Scars right after this. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. The godfather of boutique cigars is back. Ernesto Perez Carrillo, the creator of La Gloria Cubana, Siri R, and El Rico Habano, recently joined forces with his children to create E.P. Carrillo brand. In just the first year of E.P. Carrillo, received a 94 rating in Cigar Aficionado and number 8 Cigar of the Year and Rob Report's Best of the Best Honor. Although E.P. Carrillo is made with the finest tobaccos in the world, Ernesto has not wavered on his family's commitment for affordable prices. With prices starting at $4.50 for the 91 New Wave Connecticut, you can't afford not to try E.P. Carrillo. Pick up an E.P. Carrillo at your nearest location. Perfecting a seed for over 40 years takes skill. Then again... So does growing the perfect beer. Take it from Matt Booth, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the owner of the infamous Room 101 brand. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Pick one up today. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, their life and their family's life changes dramatically. Chemotherapy treatments, doctor visits, and trips to the hospital soon consume their time. The programs and services provided by the Kids Cancer Foundation make it possible for the foundation to meet the needs of our young patients and families. We could not provide these resources without your support. For more information and to find out how you can make a difference in the life of a child battling cancer, call 561-333-8116 or visit kidscancersf.org. Sponsored by CLE Cigars. Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year with numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in Sungrown or Maduro. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Yeah, not. No, it's in the bottom of the screen. No, the, the left side. The left. Huh? 
Welcome back, folks. Honest Abe here with my gang, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely lady. I mean, there was so much more we could have got into that movie. We I know. We didn't even dwell in it. We didn't even dwell in the whole Suge Just Knight go thing. see it. Suge Knight is one crazy man. Well, I mean, it's, I think everybody in the industry knows that Dottie is just a psychopathic thug. And everybody loves the story about the time he hung vanilla ice off the ba- hotel balcony. Yeah. I mean, uh, the guy is definitely a how. how he's... I'd say I have a whole new respect for. Well, he's Ice going Cube, to jail, though. I think, too, because he just ran over somebody recently, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's going. Yeah, I mean, I mean, how's knock Shook Knight out? A barber, really? Uh, huh. So either way, uh, every week um, we like to invite somebody special to be on. Why I consider to be my favorite part of the show. It's not Colin today. I know it's not Colin. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. It's time to meet your maker. Today we have Eroy. Oh, who's, who's, look at my nuts over here. Oh, God. Come here, Kinkin. <laughs> I got excited. I thought I'd be getting extra friendly for a second. You know, this thing between Sorry. my legs. It's my dog. <laughs> What's going oh, on? Oh, boy. <laughs> this week, we have Eloy Gonzalez, Southern Classic Cigars. Eloy, welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio. <laughs> Eloy, you, uh, we've known each other for a few years now, and um, you have a very, very boutique company making basically four different brands. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what possessed you to start making cigars. Well, uh... First of all, good morning, everybody. It's a pleasure f- uh, for me to be here with you it's guys. It's a pleasure again. to have you. It's like a be home. It's my second time here, so we're very happy to <laughs> spend some time. Uh, well, uh, Southern Classic Cigar was uh, an idea that I have for many, many years. And uh, working in the industry for a long time, that thing uh, become a reality. So you, you've been around the cigar industry. Yeah, I have for been. A long, for many, many years. Yeah, many years. As a photographer, so photographer a, a great yeah. photographer. Yeah, I have a film production company, Golden Film Production Company, and uh, we have several different uh, big uh, clients in different industry. Uh, we work for General Motors, uh, corporate, another big industry, and in in the cigar industry, for, I work for Padron Family. Yes. Yeah. So I do every that has to be with the image, pictures, video that everybody have been. Uh, seen uh, that's uh, my company. Yeah, you've done a lot of work with the Patrons. Yes, right. So okay, so you're working in the industry, you're around cigars. Obviously, I, I, I imagine you're a cigar smoker, but, uh, you know. Oh, I'm a heavy what, smoker. At what point do you say, I, I want to start making cigars? Uh, I started talking with a couple of friends, and uh, they told me you should start. So, four years ago, by the way, uh, this month is going to be our fourth anniversary as a company. Even we only have been in the market with the cigar. Right. That's when you started working on the right. project. Well, congratulations. So, yeah. So I met my uh, my cousin went to Esteli, and he was working for other companies. We got together, and we decided to start working in the blends. Uh, we worked like for two years, and then uh, finally last year, we started uh, making our cigars, uh, the four brands. And that's the way that we you know, came out. Uh, so we are now celebrating our first anniversary. Actually, uh, the last show, uh, IPCPR, was our first uh, IPCPR. And we were very glad. We had a lot of people coming. Very interesting in our cigars. We didn't open too many accounts since... Uh, how many ac- 
accounts is you, are you? Tell us your brand names. They're all very interesting names. Yes. Yeah. Well, my name. Uh, the names are Cucubano, Kuei, Coabe, and Dujo. They are all of those are Taino Indian uh, words that are. Uh, and the Taino Indians were who? Okay, Taino Indians were the first cigar smokers, as we know, when Christopher Columbus uh, discovered America. He found that there were Indians smoking something. They have something in their hands. So the cigar, as we know, a wrapper and a, and a, and a uh, Binder bunch of right, because American Indians used to smoke in, in pipes, you know. So they discovered that they were, you know, smoking something. And then they, by the way, they when they come back to the, uh, our, uh, after the first trip, they took some things with them. They took some fruits. They took some gold. Uh, and they took some Indians too, and they took some uh, tobacco. And it was the first time that they present uh, the tobacco to the Queen. And that's the way that Europe was introduced to the uh, cigar. It was one of the first things that uh, that uh, that uh, Christopher Columbus took in his uh, way back. Were you worried that the, the names might be too complicated well, for the consumers? Uh, once, once you know that Coabe means paradise, uh, Dujo is the ancestral ceremonial seat where the Bejique sat to direct the rite of Cojoba. Uh, Kuei means sacred object, and uh, Cucubano is a firefly that they use to squeeze and paint them bodies uh, because it has a, some biophosphorescence ink. So everything was connected with that. So no, I'm not worried. It's a little say, bit difficult names. Pronunciation-wise, yeah. they're actually probably some of the easier names to pronounce. Well, yeah, <laughs> but you, well, can, you, can't you, know. say, you can't say Guillermo Leon. Guillermo Leon. But you can always call them Southern Classic Cigars. Right. It's just going to be very easy for okay. you guys. And, you know, the way you introduced your lines was very unique. I don't think I can remember where it's done like this. You have four distinctly different blends. Right. So each name is a completely different blend. Completely different blend. One they, size each blend. One size because every blend has been uh, premeditated just for to that, that size. size. You uh, change the very ring. Very unique, yes. Yeah, you change the ring and everything uh, changes. So it, we are after consistency. So when people go and grab a Cucubano, which is a 50 for five and a half, they're going to be always having the same uh, flavor profile and the same uh, strength. Tell us a little bit about Juan Alberto Gomez Pacheo, who also known as Papito. Yeah, Papito is a, Tell us a little bit about Papito. Well, Papito was a cigar maker for many, many years in Cuba. He used to blend cigars and make cigars with a, a big name in Cuba, which is uh, Robaina. And he spent around 15 years working with him. Then he went to Nicaragua. By the way, the guy who bring him to Nicaragua was A.J. Fernandez, Abdel. Oh, wow. He's the one, yeah. He, so they, I think they are from the same town, so they know since they were kids. And he worked for, with A.J. for several years, and then, you know, we started doing uh, our own thing. So we put our own factory over there. It's a really, really small factory. By the way, we just moved uh, two months ago. We were in a little small place. Now we have a little more How space. many? How many pairs do you have pairs working? We only have uh, four pairs. Four pairs? Eight right. people rolling Making cigars. our cigar. Wow. Yeah, right. Only Very four cool. pairs. So it's, a, it's a eight people. Well, stick around. We're going to have more with Eloy Fernandez of Southern Classic Cigars right after this. Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., The Brewmeister, and Lady M. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com. Hey, fool. 
lose? How about a game of cutthroat? Your funeral? That's my kind of game. Arnold, I hope your pool playing is better than your choice of cigars. Here, try this Rick Loose cigar. You're gonna need all the help you could get. Hey, don't be stingy. Let me get one of those. Rick Loose. Wow, that's a good smoke. Now I can bring my A game. Hey, I think you should stick with that Rick Loose cigar and work on your B game because you don't have an A game. And, and I know a little something about games. Boom. Hey, sucker, go buy yourself a Rick Loose cigar and do it today. Voted the number one gentleman's club worldwide. Located on Okeechobee Military Trail for the sexiest scene in the city. Come see us at the Spearmint Rhino, the premier upscale gentleman's club. The story that made the cigar. The cigar that made history. 80 years ago, Monte Cristo began a legacy of crafting only the finest cigars. Now, that legacy is honored by the very special, extremely limited edition Monte Cristo 80th Anniversary Cigar. Crafted for the first time, Dominican Pelotico Tobacco. Grown from seeds hand-carried from Cuba by Pepe Mendez. This exclusive cigar is like no other, rolled in a dark and oily Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper. Monte Cristo 80th Anniversary Cigar features a rich, fuller-bodied, and wonderfully complex smoke. Packaged in an elegant handmade box, these exceptional cigars are available now at your local tobacconist. Honor the legacy with the Monte Cristo 80th Anniversary. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat, even if you do not inhale. This is Eric Espinoza, and over the years, many cigar aficionados have enjoyed my highly rated brands, 601 Murcielago. In the spirit of continuing improvement, I have purchased my own factory, La Zona, in rich and fertile tobacco region of Esteli, Nicaragua. After almost two decades in the cigar industry, I have created a brand I finally feel is worthy of my name. Espinosa cigars are made with only the finest tobaccos, hand-selected, and aged to perfection. Our cigars are bold in flavor, yet refined to the palate. Look for Espinosa cigars at your nearest fine tobacconist. For more information, visit EspinosaCigars.com. The Oliva family. The makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available continue in this tradition with the new Oliva Series V Melanio, a full-flavored yet smooth smoke which recently received a 95 rating from Cigar Snob Magazine. So always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and an uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back, folks. Honesty, here with my gang, Adam Key, the brewmeister, and the lovely lady, Adam. He's got a selfie stick. I've never seen one of those before. I make fun of people with selfie sticks. Why do you have a selfie stick? Because he's a putt. Okay, yep, that's good enough. Well, what use is a selfie stick? You can just hold it with your hand. Not that high. You can't. You can't get everybody in it. Oh, gosh. It's depressing. Anyways, I worry about the future. Talking of our to world. the guy that's like, I'll never have Facebook now. 
now. Just so you know. I know. I know. I know. All right. So if you're going to make a statement, be educated about it. I am educated. You said I will never have Facebook. Oh, I can't stand the social media stuff. I understand. And I understand, too. But I'm not saying anything's wrong with it. No, you're not. You're just trying to make something that's not there just so you can look cool. anything's wrong with it. We make exceptions because you're blonde. Anyways. That being said, we have Eloy, as Emily would like to say, Gonzalez, but it's actually... Hernandez, Eloy Hernandez of uh, Southern Classic like Cigars. Say <laughs> That's what he just said. Well, it was written here. Gonzalez. I'm just going to sit here quietly. Yes, you might as well. Um, Eloy, thanks once again for joining us on Kiss My Ash Radio. We appreciate it. Um, so we were talking about your four different lines and your four different brands. Can you give us a little description about the differentiation between the four lines? Well, they are very close one uh, from the other one. Uh, they have in common the wrapper, which is uh, Habanos 2000 for ha- from Jalapa. Uh, they are medium to full, and they are all 100% Nicaraguan blend. So they are uh, Nicaraguan puros. I want to say a little bit about our first anniversary. We are planning uh, a series of events and testing. We're going to be here in Florida in several smoking stores uh, during the September month. We're going to be in West Palm Beach, Boyton, uh, Pompano, Port San Lucie, and Tequesta. Every Friday, I think they already start advertising. So if people can come and test our planes. We are very happy. I'm going to be there explaining everything about our company and about the meaning of our brand. We also have uh, planning to come out with a, a limited edition of only 4,000 sticks. We didn't decide yet. We know that it's going to be a figurado. We didn't decide it's going to be a cucubano or Kuwait. It's in between both. We are working on this. But this is a couple of things that we are preparing f- uh, to celebrate our first anniversary. Oh, very nice. Now, now, are, are you predominantly, is your distribution mostly in South Florida? I mean, how many retail stores did you say you no, were in? No, we have right now, well, we had a big jump. Uh, from, from the trade show. From Yeah, from, from 16 to 34. Uh, we didn't open all the accounts that uh, people require because, uh, first of all, we are not ready for that. So we focus more in uh, some accounts out of Florida. We open in uh, Texas, open in Mississippi, uh, Chicago. We open in uh, uh, South Carolina, North Carolina. And a, a few in Florida areas that we didn't cover before. We are in the Panhandle. We open in Jacksonville, uh, Harbor Cigars in Panhandle, uh, in Destin, Florida. We open uh, here in... Uh, a couple of a couple of other right. areas that we because I mean, we want to keep we want to keep. Uh, is it just you and you and your wife? There's no sales teams or reps no, or no, anything, right? No, no, no. Just right? me uh, here in, in in the U.S. Just me and my wife. Right. So it's a really really small factory. And over there we have a cigar makers, Papito, his wife, and uh, another lady that works in the wow. packaging area. It's a really really small factory. It's a really really boutique cigar. So even when we have a lot of people approach interest in open, we you know very polite so told them that probably next year. But we turn we turn down some people because we cannot afford. Uh, what uh, what we don't want to do is uh, have uh, our shelves empty. We want to guarantee uh, to our retailers that every time that they put an order, they got the order right away. Right. That's it. Okay. What's the retail price? The retail on your price, uh, well, Cucubano, which is a uh, 50 by 52 by five and a half, is eight dollars. Then comes uh, Coabe, which means Paradise, a 54 by six. This is a ten dollar cigar. Then Dujo 11 is a 56 by 6.5, and, and the big ride, we call it Kuwait, which is a 58 by 6.5, is 
$12. So it's a very affordable yeah. uh, cigar, being uh, such a small production. We yeah, and it really is extremely yeah. small. I mean, yeah. uh, one of the things I laugh a lot of times in this industry is everybody wants to claim to be a boutique cigar company anymore when they're making you know, millions and millions of cigars. Yeah, so it's a, yeah, it's a this, is, this is about as boutique as it gets. <laughs> um, what, what is it that you find, I mean, so you still do photography for a living. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But we still continue. Do you think your passion is more photography or is your passion more cigars? And both, man, both. I, I thought two years ago that I'm going to retire <laughs> and uh, uh, we sold the other business. So I'm right now just concentrated in a filming production company with something that I love. It's my art part. And smoking, which is, I, I'm a very heavy smoker. I smoke between eight and ten cigars a day. Wow. I mean, that's a lot. Every, well, I woke up very early in the morning, four o'clock in the morning. So I, my first Your cigar, day is much is, longer than most people's, huh? <laughs> so yeah, I'm a very heavy cigar smoker, man. Well, you know, he, he, when he's if he's on the road, he's going to places where he can smoke all day too. So yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, that doesn't make yeah, it makes it a lot easier. Where do you see your company in five years, Eli? Well, let me tell you this: uh, it's very hard to build a company from the ground right now. It's such a big competition. There is such a many cigars, good cigars out there. There is uh, many people that know a lot about the business. A lot of people that came from Cuba, mostly, that they are in the business. It's very hard to put uh, the whole company. But as we say every day, brick by brick, my citizens, brick right. by brick. So we're going uh, little by little. We are not expecting... Our plan is probably in two years have only 50 stores. So we Really? Going, yeah, That's yeah, a real going, slow plan. Yeah, we, we're going very, very slow. Uh, it's very hard. So the first thing is to create a good product. I mean, a cigar, a real boutique it's, cigar. I, I'm smoking one now. It's fantastic. Look at the burn, too. I'm, I'm, I'm very glad that you like it. Very, very good. That's the first thing. Second one, I think that the way that we see it is to find the right uh, shelves. I mean, to find the right retailers, not people that come to you because they hear about the cigar and they just want to sell it. People that that really passionate about it and they put some good smokers in our cigar. And then just patient, you know, you have to wait because some people smoke just one cigar and that day he's in the mood so he want to try something new right. and then we have the opportunity to give our one of our cigars and we expect that they coming back sometimes and get and get our brands. It's definitely a long process and it definitely sounds like you're in for the marathon, not the sprint in, yeah, in, in, in the cigar I think, industry. I think it's a long, it's a long race. Yeah. So the most important thing is to keep our uh, goals, uh, keep it uh, a small production. It's very important for consistency and for quality control. So not get tainted with a lot of people trying to put in uh, big orders, but, you know, uh, have less but highest quality people working with us. How do you feel personally about what's going on, all of this Cuba stuff? Is that something down the road you may look to use Cuban tobacco or you, you have no... I got, I got my own personal and humble opinion. Uh, uh, people that are close to me, uh, people that uh, are cigar makers, I don't see anybody worry about the uh, Cuban market coming in. So first of all, Cuba has uh, their own... Uh, big uh, smoker base out of the United States that they pay pretty penny for the mo- sure. for, for the cigars. So for them to compete with us just in price is going to be very hard in between, you know, the, the, the high quality cigar that uh, most people are making in Dominican Republic, uh, Nicaragua, Honduras, Costa Rica. There is such a many good cigars, all kind, that it's going to be 
very hard for them. And the other thing is the flavor. The Cuban flavor profile is different. So it's going to be a process for the American market. I think everybody's going to try the forbidden apple at the beginning. My, and then it's yeah, my prediction is going to be a three-year arc. Yes. That, that, that's my prediction. I think yes. it's going to be a three-year arc. It's going to peak, peak, peak. Peak at about 1.5 and then, and then kind of just flatten fade out. back yeah. out. Yeah. Being I, conservative, that's my prediction. Being conservative, yeah. I, I always like to tell people the story of you know Coors beer. You know, I mean, you know, growing up in the Midwest, you couldn't get Coors beer east of the Rockies. I mean, I remember people come back from vacation with station wagons full of Coors beer, yeah. you know, because they couldn't get it. And, you know, now I mean, Coors beer is you know, not yeah, even compete a with premium the, beer. Yeah, com- Colorado. Compete with the... Man, it's from Colorado. What do they... I mean, they grow, oh, no, they grow thinking, weed. Was, yeah, well, what do they know about beer? No, yeah. I was... Yeah. No, but I was implying about the, the fun stuff in Colorado. <laughs> Competing general. I mean, it's, it's, listen, it's not. And I don't. I, and I don't want to. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to put Cuban cigars down because no, a, no, no. a lot of people do, and especially a lot of people in our industry try to diminish what it is because it is the quintessential backbone of cigars. Yes. But it's been o- over six decades. There are so many talented people. The regions, the soils of the other country have become phenomenal for producing tobacco. And the people that work in the, in the industry. That's what I'm saying. So I'm not trying to diminish Cuban cigars what they are. I just don't I don't think for what Cuban cigars were 60 years ago, 50 years ago, to the world, compared to what's available today to the world, it, it's, it's, a, it's a bigger field. It's a bigger playing field. And if you see it... Uh Carefully, it's not that far from one from the other one. We're talking about Cubans, right? You know what I mean? Same Cubans. Uh, I would say the strongest people in the in the industry. They just get out from Cuba. They use uh, Cuban seed sure. growing in different soils. So now you have all these kind of different flavor profiles. And so we're talking about people that have a lot of knowledge in the industry. And it takes time for soils to develop, mineral-wise and production-wise. So, I mean, it's been decades now, so these, these soils are fertile. They're, they're great for growing tobacco. Yeah, right. So far, I remember that the Cuban industry is still belonging to the government. So, you know, it's a, it's a private enterprise competing against a government uh, company uh, with all the thing that comes around this. I don't want to get into that right. point, but... Yeah. Would there be any interest on your part in using Cuban tobacco to make cigars? Yeah, most people think that eventually when uh, when this thing comes, I don't see it coming right now. No, I, don't, I, I don't see the Cuban government. It's further along than people would like Cuban to Cuban government allowing to come the, the competition to get tobacco and mix it then with the very high tobacco that they have in all these countries and competing against them. So I think it's going to be a long time. It's going to be a long time to see something like that. I mean, completely open private enterprise, uh, completely free to do whatever they want, buy uh, places over there, grow tobacco. I don't see this uh, really close. I don't see it in the in the near future in, at all. In the short time that you've been uh, in the industry, what's the craziest thing you've seen so far? Oh, man, I haven't seen so many crazies. <laughs> Just pick one. <laughs> uh, I don't want to talk about this, man. <laughs> oh, you can't pick one of no, them? No, 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 it's just, no, that's okay. Uh, but I haven't seen so many things. I have a, I had a, somebody that was making cigars in, uh, I believe it was in Costa Rica or something like that. That was 15 years ago. And he brought me some cigars that they were really, really good. And I was amazed because I know soils in, in Costa Rica and I, I, I have been trying so many cigars. And that cigar was amazingly good. 
at the end, they were putting Cuban tobacco on it. Oh, is that what I mean, mixing it right. with, the, with the Costa Rican. And at the end, he told me, nah, nah, I got some Cuban inside. I said, okay, that, I understand that. So, yeah, it's a crazy thing, but happened. All right. Well, listen, Eloy, thank you for coming on the show. We very much appreciate it. Check out their cigars, southernclassiccigars.com. Yes, sir. Definitely. And you got a whole string of tastings up and down South Florida. Yeah. Have all information. We have a, a, a factory tour in it so people very can cool. see it. Uh, yeah. So thank, thank you very you. much for inviting Actually, me. Keep up the great work. Enjoy your cigars very much. Thank you very thank much. You. Have a good one, sir. Uh, up ahead after the break, we're going to have David Figueroa, creator of Cigar Social Club, right after this. WSWN Belgley, Palm Beach, Jupiter. It's no secret. There's a movement in this country to squash the rights of cigar smokers. These busybodies want to impose their will on cigar manufacturers, retailers, and smokers with exorbitant taxes and unfair restrictions. As a cigar enthusiast, you do have a voice in this fight. Cigar Rights of America. CRA is your partner in Washington and all 50 states in the struggle to preserve your rights to enjoy cigars at reasonable prices in traditional settings. For the price of a few cigars, just $35 a year, you can join CRA and support their efforts in your behalf. Join up today on the Smokers' Rights page at thecigarstation.com. Romeo and Juliet, a story of two passions combining to create a love that lasted through the ages. Today, the renowned Grupo de Maestros join famed cigar makers' aging room to craft a new story. The Romeo, by Romeo y Julieta Aging Room Cigar. Immaculately constructed by aging room artisans under the guidance of the famed Grupo de Maestros, this Dominican Puro exemplifies the best qualities of two storied brands. Elegant and aromatic, Romeo by Romeo y Julieta's Aging Room is a rich, savory, medium to full-bodied cigar. A true work of love. Available now at your local tobacconist, Pick up a Romeo by Romeo y Julieta Aging Room today and experience the love that occurs when two passions combine. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Arturo Fuente, the reigning family of premium cigars since 1912, artistically combining old-world traditions and unparalleled craftsmanship with flavorful aged tobaccos, making Arturo Fuente the best-selling premium cigars in America. From the world-renowned Fuente Fuente Opus X to the new line of highly rated Arturo Fuente Rosado Magnum R Series, the Fuente family is proud to offer cigars for every palate. Whether you're a connoisseur or an occasional smoker, discover why only Fuente is Fuente. Duho, Quake, Guave, and Cucuano. Premium cigars, 100% handcrafted Nicaraguan blend. Consistency, balance, aroma, and strength. Duho, Quake, Guave, and Cucuano. The closest cigars to perfection. To find your nearest retailer, visit cucubanocigars.com. Christoph Cigars has taken the boutique cigar industry by storm. Made in the spirit of elite Cuban cigar, Christoph allows you to experience the rich flavor and tradition found in the finest Cuban blends. Christoph Cigars are made using only the highest quality Habano seed and double fermented premium tobaccos from around the world. With 14 premium hand blends to choose from, mild to full body, Christophe has a blend that is sure to satisfy the most discriminating cigar aficionado. Discover your Christophe today. 
Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. That's gone, dude. Hey, man, what's up? Uh, live recording? Uh, no, it's just what they kind of did at the beginning of the song, which you don't usually hear it because the radio cuts it out. So it is. All right. Welcome back, folks. Honest Abe, you're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. We are broadcasting in front of a live audience at the world-famous Casa Monte Cristo Cigar Bar right here in the heart of Boynton Beach, Florida. I'm here with my gang, Adam K., the brewmeister. And the lovely Lady M. So where where are you going this afternoon with uh, Kingston? Boca, Boca Raton, to my do, girlfriend's house. To do what? Dog sit. For, oh, dog sit. For a couple hours. I thought you said something about some surfing, dog surfing or something. No, no, just dog sitting. Oh, that's boring. No, she's, got a, great, no, she's got a great pool and everything. I, oh. I got my bathing suit and stuff, oh. my book. I'm ready to rock and roll. Pick up some beer. No skinny dip? I guess no one's going to be no there. No one's going to be there. Yeah. yeah. just periscope and periscope <laughs> it up. Periscope it up. <laughs> All right. Sitting in our hot seat right now is David Figueroa, creator of the Cigar Social Club. David, welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio. Thank you for having me, guys. David, tell us a little bit about the Cigar Social Club. Well, Cigar Social Club is basically a global community, community worldwide of just passionate brothers and sisters of the leaf. Uh, it was. It started on Instagram, where we right now we have about 30,000 followers and uh, people who just interact with us on a daily basis. Now you say we. Do you run this by yourself, or do you have a team? I have a team. I have an admin team. Uh, Riss Buck, uh, Duncan. Uh, shout out to those guys out there. Andrew, uh, designer news who does fantastic work. Uh, anyone I'm forgetting? Right, <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in the hot seat. It's all right, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, how, how, when did this, how long ago did this start? It started four years ago. Oh, four it's years a lot of ago. people, four years. Yeah, and I've seen a steady growth and interest. People like uh, what we're putting out there, presenting. And uh, I've got a lot of positive feedback. And uh, I basically decided to uh, follow up with the Instagram group and create a private uh, Facebook group so we could have a more tangible audience and a tangible connection with or, or core members. So uh, right now we have a the private group on Facebook with about 3,000 members. It's growing daily. Uh, I enjoy it. It's more of a personal interaction. We're sharing what we like to smoke uh, or experiences, what's hot in the industry, what's new, what we like, what we don't. Uh, just gathering feedback and sharing the passion within uh, brothers and sisters. Did you ever think you'd have 30,000 people interacting with you no, when you started I, this project? I, I really started this as just uh, just a hobby, really. And it well, took, what is it you do for a living? Well, I, I actually, I'm, I'm a professional DJ. Oh, there you go. I, I've worked internationally for about 10 years. Oh. Uh, really in support of Cuban music. I've worked with the top artists you could think of in uh, Cuban salsa from the island. Wow. Uh, I've toured the world doing that. It's, yeah. Now, you were born in the States? I was born in, uh, in Miami. Okay. My parents are from Cuba. They are. Uh, I've had a lot of that rich Cuban uh, culture and tradition instilled in me from my grandfather, who was a big cigar smoker, very passionate, but, uh, passionate about the Upman brand. It's something I, I just grew up around. I was just 
smoke around me all the time. My uncle, my grandfather, uh, the music, uh, the, the lechon, just a Cuban family, typical you know, Cuban family. I asked this to a lot of manufacturers, like Eloy that was just here, very good to sell them. I asked this to guys on the other side of the fence. How are you taking what's going on with this embargo and the relations that they're trying to reopen with Cuba? And they, they raised the flag on the embassy uh, a month ago or so. It, it, it really is a sensitive uh, topic because everybody's dealt with uh, issues. and I, I, Like any immigrant, yeah. they, they left their country for a reason. So it, it, it is a complicated, my story in general, I did not go through what my grandparents went through and my, and my parents so uh, I can't really, I, I don't feel that experience the same way they did. I do respect their story, sure. but uh, I'm all for lifting the embargo just because I'm a believer. At the end of the day, the embargo solved nothing in 50 years. Yeah. Uh, it's the same situation it's been for the last 50 years. It's proved nothing. And at the end of the day... Uh, it hasn't accomplished a thing. The, 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 the Cubans in the islands are the ones that are really getting the, the bad end of the stick of the deal, my my opinion. Yeah. Uh, I feel that the lifting the embargo is going to give him a little more access and flexibility to uh, get stuff from this side, just people traveling. Right. And, 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 and I feel... Do you think it would have an adverse positive effect and somewhat improving I really the quality of life? I, I, I really do. I really do. There, It's it, I, It's not going to be the, the ultimate solution to all the problems that are in Cuba, starting from the infrastructure to the political situation, uh, no liberty of speech in Cuba. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I do believe it's, it's a positive step forward, in, in my opinion. I saw a post you made on your uh, social club the other day about not smoking a label. Tell us that story. I kind of like that. It's a funny story. I like uh, it. <laughs> I had a buddy of mine, uh, Philip Ferry, who uh, he was just anti uh, Liga Privada for a lot of reasons, for his own reasons. And uh, I guess he didn't realize I switched the band out. It was a Cohiba. I put a Cohiba Maduro band on a Liga, uh, <laughs> on a Liga cigar. And he's like, wow, it's fantastic. <laughs> Top five cigar that I've smoked in my life. And, and it's like... I mean, some people are just infatuated with the story of the brand sure. and the label, and they they don't even know what they're smoking. The psychology, I, I mean, of yeah. Course. So I, I kind of I thought it was a good prank. Yeah, it was a good prank. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if he liked it very much, <laughs> but uh, I thought it was a good way to send out a message. Hey, uh, hey, listen, if you want to prank me with Liga Privada cigars, you could do it all day long. I won't, I won't <laughs> yeah, complain. I have no problem with Liga. I'm <laughs> a big complain. fan of Liga Privada. <laughs> I won't complain. So can anybody join the Cigar Social Club, or is there a process or a form someone's got to fill out or yeah, a fee? Yeah, you could uh, basically uh, search for us on Facebook. Our homepage is CigarSocialClub.net. You'll find everything on there. But, uh, yeah, we do uh, – you could go ahead and check out the Facebook group. Just go ahead and, and click the request to join. We check out the list, and uh, we, we see you're truly an int- a guy interested in cigars. We'll let you in. A lot of time we get spammers, stuff like that. So we try to filter filter out uh, that stuff. Uh, Keep it. I'm on your page right now on Instagram. Is it open to consumers, retailers, manufacturers? Yeah, absolutely. Across absolutely. the board. Absolutely. Absolutely. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, you handed me a cigar before you're singing, which I'm smoking, and you can That's see how it's burning here. Uh, phenomenally. What is it I'm smoking here? That's Jazz Some Crow. It's actually a cigar blended. Say uh, that a little bit slower. Jazz Some Crow means I am king. That's the name of the cigar. Correct, correct, correct. It was it's blended by an administrative cigar social club called Riz Buck. Uh, you're smoking it. What do you think, Abe, so far? 
I'm just getting into it. I'm like maybe a half an inch into it. It started out, <clears throat> I thought it was going to be a lot stronger from the start out, but it's really already half half an inch in. Yeah. It's changed, but it's a very solid, it's not it's not mild, and it's maybe a little bit more than medium for me, but not too spicy. It's actually uh, very enjoyable. It's, it's a good... Um, I hate using like weird words, but I, I'd say it's a little bit earthy. It's, it's, I'm enjoying the cigar. Correct. It's actually Excellent. very nice. Excellent. The wrapper looks very nice on this. What's the wrapper on this? Uh, it sent you the, all the specs on your phone. Well, I, oh, I know. But <laughs> I, I have the a lot of times when I ask the question, I have the answers. I'm asking because <laughs> that's what we do here. Yeah. We interview. Well, the wrapper is a uh, wrapper seven prime in Ecuador Habano. Uh, the binder is a Nicaraguan Criollo '98. And uh, the Seco, the Ligero, the Visos are from Nicaragua. So what's what's this? Is this a personal cigar? Are you guys trying to market it's this? A, it's or? a boutique blend. Uh, we look to uh, be releasing it next year. Hopefully, in the Cigar Social Club event we're going to have February 6th here at Smoke Inn, uh, we will have the cigar boxed up and ready to go for our members and start presenting the brand. Uh, it's it's in its, it's... It's premature right now. It's early phases. The cigars are... It does, this doesn't taste young, though. No, 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 no. It's not at all. But uh, we, we believe in the, the blend. Uh, I personally enjoy a cigar. If not, I wouldn't smoke it. Uh, and I have I have good expectations for a cigar, to be honest with you. Are you guys planning on selling this directly to consumers? Yeah, we do. So you guys are going to handle the transactions and sell it directly Correct. to Correct. your club, to your group, basically. Yes, yes. How about people outside your group? Oh, absolutely. Okay, we're so we're looking to attract retailers and stuff like that. I definitely uh, hope you could uh, partner with sure, us sure. in the future. <laughs> no, sure. I mean, um, it's look at that. That's, yeah, flawless. I'll take a picture of that, post it up on Facebook. Awesome. So this, uh, when do you think it'll be on uh, available to? We're looking for early next year, so maybe February. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. So, how did you? I mean, I, I, I'm assuming heritage, but your family. I mean, at what age did you start getting into cigars? I would say about 13. I have a funny wow. story. Uh, yeah, sure, please. <laughs> I, I did grow around cigars, but uh, at the time, like I said, I've worked with a lot of musicians from Cuba. And uh, I was actually, I, I would visit Arturo Sandoval's house frequently when he lived in Coral Gables. And Carlitos and him are very close, very close friends, as yes. a lot of people know. Carlos Fuentes. Uh, Carlos actually handed me an Opus X from his pocket. I wasn't really smoking often at the time. I would smoke maybe once every four months or so. Just, uh, just to have fun with my buddies. I was 13 sure. years old, 14 years old. And, uh, I mean, the Opus X put me on my, you know what. Uh, right, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so uh, a buddy of mine at the time actually had to uh, drive me home. I was actually 15. I had my uh, restricted license. You were 18. Right. Yeah. You were 18. <laughs> I was 18. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, from that mo- moment on, I was hooked. I was really hooked. And I really wanted to explore my roots, my culture. Uh, I do enjoy learning about tradition of Cuban cigars, Cuban cigar manufacturers, uh, and I learned a lot from my grandfather and my uncle, who do are you, passionate cigar smokers. Do you still work as a DJ? Yeah. yeah you still do, so that's still absolutely. your primary. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I see the posts on Facebook and, yeah, and the, yeah. the so, you know, social club. Um, what are your plans for the club? I mean, obviously, this coming out with this brand is a, is a new venture. Is there any other directions you're hoping to see this yeah, I'm looking to start uh, featuring cigar reviews on the website, uh, hosting international events, 
we do have members worldwide, and in February we're going to have guys flying down from all over Europe, uh, North Africa. Uh, wow. It's just it's going to be a fantastic event. It, um, it's, Cigar Social Club is always evolving. I'm, I'm really, it started from an Instagram account, and it's just constantly evolving to new things and new ideas, and my admin team is great. We're constantly trying to create and take it to a next level. And guys like you who have been a mentor to well, Cigar Social Club and me, myself, and I, I, we really appreciate it. Thank Abe. you. No, it's, hey, listen, you know, everybody has different personality and traits in the, in the industry, and I'm, I've always been, look, I'm, I'm for any vehicle that promotes and propagates the lifestyle and the passion we all share and that we enjoy. So, you know, I, I, I love interacting with guys like you and Coop and these bloggers out there. It, Dojo. Do, yeah, oh, Eric Dojo, another great guy. It's it's I, 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 I it's what it's about, yeah. you know, because yeah. I've, I've always said cigar smoking is like sex. Really, I mean, you could do it alone, but it's always better with company, you know, <laughs> I mean, without a doubt. So, you know, I mean, sharing the passion is, uh, is a lot of fun. So, is there anything uh, going on in the near future that people should check out or come to your site? Or I would say check out our Facebook group, see what we're about, interact with the crowd, post what you're smoking, share your experiences. People are intimidated a lot of times when they join a group because I've been a member on a lot of forums. Uh-huh. So, you know, some are very friendly, some don't like newbies. How, how's the group with members? I mean, are they, are they I, I call it ball busters, or are they. You know, are they open? I'm not going to lie. We do have a few ball busters, right. but we do it in fun. Uh, I, I believe we have a good balance of very experienced uh, guys in the industry, uh, guys with a very well-defined palate, in my opinion, uh, uh, true cigar smokers, guys who have been smoking for years, guys who have been smoking for a week or a month. And I, I, I think we do try to educate those guys and, and give them guidance. They do ask a lot of questions. Uh, a lot of times we do get the questions, how do we season a humidor? We take our time explaining that. Uh, just We're very open to... Is most of your interaction with your group done via Facebook? Correct. That's the most it, it, it's, it's more tangible. Right. We do get questions on emails and on Instagram, but it, it's not the same way. Of course. So, and, and that's what inspired the Facebook group. Now, is there guidelines to what they can and can't, can't post guys trying to sell his collection at home yeah. or you know somebody's coming on they're trying to shill their product correct I mean, correct what, what are some of the guidelines you have on the club we other do guidelines? have some standards and, and rules on the club uh especially I, you see a lot of people trying to sell cuban cigars we have a lot of members overseas who do have access to cigars That's what I was curious yeah about. <laughs> Uh, sometimes they do sneak their quote unquote sneak their way down here. Right. But uh, yeah, we, we are very cautious with that. We we make sure they're posting box codes. Uh, the boxes um, I I ask for them to be sealed. They do have to present the serial number. We do verify them on the Habanos website to avoid. I mean, we try to take uh, as much uh, precaution as we can. Uh, just but, but sales or interaction with sales or, or even just a local rep who might be a member wants to talk about his brands. We have no problem with that. It's, it's yeah, acceptable. Yeah, yeah. Good, yeah, good. We have no problem with that. Good. I like it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I really appreciate you, David, coming on the show. Uh, please stay in touch with us. Keep us posted of your going-ons and everything. And uh, uh, and anybody out there, please check out his uh, site, please, and on Facebook, uh, Cigar Social Club. Can't miss it. Uh, and check us out on Instagram, Cigar Social Club. Both, Cigar Social, Instagram and Facebook. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you, guys. It, appreciate it. Keep thank up you. the great work, and thank you for the great cigar. Absolutely. Look at that. Burning great. Beautiful. After the break, we're going to do. We're going to find out what's new in the humidor, and Adam K is going to do a brew review right after this. 
Follow us on Twitter at Kiss My Ass Radio. Yes, it's mandatory. The recently released Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is an extremely rare blend of Perdomo's finest and most cherished 12-year-old fillers, binders, and wrappers. Bale aged for 10 years and then barrel aged in bourbon barrels for an additional two years, these exquisite Nicaraguan tobaccos are bursting with rich, complex flavors. Offered in Connecticut Sun-Grown or Maduro, each Perdomo Double Aged 12-Year Vintage pairs extremely well with the finest Scotch whiskeys, bourbons, and other fine spirits. Available at only 250 authorized tobacconists worldwide, the Perdomo Double Aged 12-Year Vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast. Swag Cigars. Offering a cigar for you. From the medium-bodied Swag Puro Dominicano, the full-bodied Swag Black, and now the new Swag Brown Connecticut with a flavor profile not usually found in milder blends. Blended with premium Dominican fillers and binder and topped off with an uncommon Ecuadorian-grown brown Connecticut wrapper. The flavor profile takes you from creamy smoothness to a place no other milder cigar has ventured. Come along for the ride. Discover Swag Brown Connecticut. Available in four great sizes, shipping to stores near you in August 2015 and priced right. Boutique Blend Cigars. Blending is in our DNA. Truly bold cigars like a good story. Perfectly crafted throughout. And you never want it to end. Take it from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Honest Abe here, and let me tell you, undeniably, there's only one premium handcrafted stick that's 100% different than any other. True Estate's Acid. It's so wildly different that it's difficult to describe in words. Sweet, herbal, botanical, earthy, delectable, and on and on. They keep its unique infusion process a total secret, and with good cause, because everyone would copycat this unique cigar if they knew how. Guys love it, girls love it, and the people you smoke it around love it. Everyone loves Acid Cigars. Keeping Cuba's most coveted traditions for three generations, the legend continues with San Latano. With signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut, a hearty, rich San Andreas box press, Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his new creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval. Using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance, the San Latano Oval is now available in both a Maduro and Habano wrapper. Visit your local tobacconist today and ask for San Latano Cigars by A.J. Fernandez. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Abe here with my gang, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. 
Uh, interesting uh, talk with David there. Actually, he mentioned uh, one of his admins is a very old friend of mine, Rick Gadway. Oh. Um, cigar shop, I believe, up in New Hampshire. I think it's up in New Hampshire. But, uh, yeah, he's one of his admins. Uh, got a great retail shop, Federal Cigar, I believe it's called. Up in New Hampshire, Rick Gadway, uh, if you're listening, pal, big shout-out to you. Hope you're all as well. So it's time. I guess are you going to do a brew review? Well, we have an open. We have an we open. We got so brew. drunk we put brick in a refrigerator box and threw him off the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. He's traveled the world to find the best beers around, and by world we mean the closest liquor store. It's Adam K's brew review. I love Duffy. Uh, Duffy. He's the... Is he really? Yeah. He, well, he said he wanted to link up for a beer. Yeah. I would love to hook up with him. Yeah, I told him he's he just got in town yesterday, and he said, uh, when he got some free time, I know Abe wanted to meet you because he's a Chicago guy, too. Yeah. And he said, yeah, if we got some free time, we'll email back and forth. He's, how long is he in town for? I think he's, he's on vacation for at least a week and a half. Yeah, let's make it happen. Yeah. I'd love to meet a Duff, yeah. man. He's a fucking... His, his, his intros are the bomb. Yeah. I love it. Now we got lucky with him. We're super lucky. Makes I mean, it, I did some makes work. This, makes this almost sound look legitimate. So, either way, tell us, Brewmeister, what are you, uh, what, what is, well, is behold before us right now? Do you need me right to now? sample those? They look a little full. Oh, yeah. You <laughs> did, yeah. Okay, well, no, we're, we're going to get into that. You can do that in a he'll minute. He'll start, he'll let you finish. Yeah. Okay. Finish strong. Ba- I, basically, what we I, I thought we'd talk to about today, because it might help for the Periscope audience as well, this is more of a visual thing, if you can see from there. Speaking of finish, I got blue-balled by my kids today. Blue ball by your kids? This morning. Is that, is it, what does that mean? Oh. Oh, stop. Nothing, you can say that on the you air. You can say, yes. Um, but uh, like not JVC material? No, it, it, it is. It's fine. It's I mean, yeah, you get the bar. Well, but, but once you get into explaining what that means, is oh, well, I didn't think I didn't think I would have to explain well, what know, it means. I know what that means, but I don't. I didn't think kids were involved. They in interrupt. They interrupted. The oh, b- b- got it. Yeah. Got it. Speaking of finish, mm-hmm. got it. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I got blue balled by my kids this morning. I don't. Wow. That doesn't sound right. I oh. don't know. Now I get it. Wow. Okay. So basically, what I did <laughs> is we digress. <laughs> I figured we would talk about the difference, the overall perspectives in bottled versus draft. It's kind of like the same in your humidor: cello on, cello off where it's a lot of just personal opinion, but you're also going to have a lot of differences that actually come out in what happens and how it ages your cigars and how the beer comes out. Now, as you can see... One is a little more headless. Right. Now, which one do you think other. that is? I'm going to assume this is the bottle. Yes. Okay. That's, and what I did The more here, headless one. I used, a, uh, kind of like I used two morning. pale ales. Yeah. Headless. I used two pale ales for comparison, <laughs> so you're going to have the same basic color clarity, the same basic uh, mash... And a lot of the same hops that are in both of these. Now, did you say hops? Hops. Oh, just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Hop, 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 baroo. <laughs> Some of these guys following the social media were a little slow, Subtle trying to help them out right? a little bit. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. So as you can see, you get a little, little more head off of the uh, draft, which is always going to be the case. Are you paying attention, Emily? A head off the shaft. Yes. No, the draft. <laughs> the draft. Oh. I'm paying attention. Oh, yes. we're going to totally mess up <laughs> Adam's segment. I am going to start drinking now because Good it's idea. the only way to get through this. Mm. Get through it, Adam. Get mm. through it. I see you chose the one that had the head. Well, that was the closest one to me. Oh, got it. Right. <laughs> now, technically, you can get a little bit more head if you're pouring from the, for the draft from the bottle. 
But I kind of just wanted to give a little bit more of an example here, and that's why I made you sure. You get more ahead if you pour by a bottle by pouring correctly. Yes, if you pour the it correctly. The bottles is longer. You're trying to make another innuendo. Now you're going a little too far. That wasn't even funny. Back it up a little Stop bit. Laughing. Back it up. Stop Reverse. Laughing. I should really stop talking about the sound the big truck makes. I'm going to have to isolate that. That was pretty good. We're going to use that now. There we go. <laughs> also, the other major component you're going to have is the age profile. Basically, draft beer is only good for about two months. Now, bottle beer... Kingston's solving my problem from this morning. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Bottle beer can have a shelf life, you know, for a year. However, it really, depending upon Where's how it's... Where's that peanut butter? <laughs> Hold on. It. <laughs> but it's your dog. <laughs> yes. What movie is that from? It's a road trip reference. Yes. No. Great movie. Uh, Come here. This, this segment's gone very south. It, you know, the problem is so there's just way south. too many innuendoed words Get that I was it. trying to use to talk about all of this. Uh, now, bottled beer can really age for a long time. I had a bottle I was keeping in my refrigerator for over a year, and I was making sure it was staying at the right temperature and was also in a dark place. If you keep, The more light that is exposed to the bottled bad. beer... Light is bad. Light is bad. Beer, light, bad. Exactly. Yes. And that's why like a lot of times Even you'll see certain, bo- certain six-packs have a higher shelf to them yeah. where they're just higher walls. It's basically so there isn't as much light that's going to impact and get in on your beer. In the same way that a lot of people use a darker bottle also helps to eliminate light exposure. So what's these guys that have the clear glass bottle? Basically, like Coronas. That's, well, they're also having... Miller. Yeah, it's, they're not putting out in a lot of those beers... They're, sh- they're turning faster Very because fast. there are a lot of people that just go after them so they don't have to worry about that. And that's why a lot of times you'll also have the born on date. So basically, if you see... So is that a legitimate that, thing, or is that a marketing thing? It's a legitimate thing that does happen, because if Wasn't you Was it like have, Budweiser or Miller the first Yeah, they originally came out. Budweiser or Miller? Dean. Well, it, the thing is, most bottles or cans, if you look at them, they do have a printed, even before that. But it was probably coated before or something. It was coated, right. and it's had a specific way you but could tell. one of them really started putting, like, here's our born on day. Exactly. Eggs, that was Bud, eggs that was do that, too. If you look on a carton of eggs, there'll be a number stamped on it, and that's the day of the year that they were created. <laughs> That's it. Uh, so, hey, ba- that a so basically, I mean, at the end of nope. the day, you're going to get a lot. Uh, make sure you pour your bottled beer into a glass because you're not going to really be able to fully enjoy your beer. May I summarize? Sure. It's like Do you wine. prefer bottle or draft? Me, I'm a draft guy. There you go, folks. Draft's better than bottles. All done. Adam Key, the brewmeister. One of the best. Here, lady, I'm have a, Which have a beer. This? That's this, the one without a bottle. That's you're going to have to put some head on what, that one. You this want, is the, the, you want the draft one? No, what is it, though? It's a uh, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. All right, I'll drink it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, like she wouldn't drink it, no matter what it was. Uh, I'll drink it, sure. Today I will. Yes, I'm sure. I mean, there was a lot right. we could have talked about, but we'll thank get you, from there. Thank you, Brewmeister. That was a no very problem. interesting and entertaining segment. <laughs> after the break, we're going to have our old friend Cigar Coop. William, we're going to see what's going on in his world right after this. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. You're listening to Kiss My Ass Radio. Named after the most interesting man in the cigar world, the Nestor Miranda Special Selection is carefully made in Esteli, Nicaragua. Using only the finest Nicaraguan Habano wrapper, the cigar is oily to the touch and is second to none in construction. Available in both a dark, spicy, sweet Oscuro wrapper and a bold, full-bodied Rosado wrapper. For the tobacconist nearest you offering Nestor Miranda cigars, visit MiamiCigarAndCompany.com. Voted the number one gentleman's club worldwide. Located on Okeechobee Military Trail for the sexiest scene in the city. Come see us at the Spearman Rhino, the premier of the old gentleman's club. 
If you created the Aging Room Small Batch Cigar Line, the highest rated boutique cigar brands of our times, what would you do next? Well, if you're Raphael Nodal from Boutique Blend Cigars, you would combine your three most important passions of your life, Cuba, music, and cigars, and create a new classic, La Boheme Cigars. La Boheme is Raphael's take on the golden age of Cuban cigars. La Boheme is a sophisticated blend of extra-aged and hard-to-find tobacco from the Dominican Republic, a medium-bodied cigar rich in flavors, reminiscent of the island he left 35 years ago in a small boat with his family. Why wait for the embargo to be lifted? Smoke La Boheme today. Blending is in our DNA. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the Silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lining up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. I do too. I really do miss the show. I, anything with Dennis Leary, I'm in. I've, I've started. Uh, I... Yeah, you turn her on, please. Oh, I'm sorry. She was too busy playing with the dog. Dude, before. I was playing with the dog when we were on break. Nope. It's like daycare. I swear to God. Anyway. You guys want me to take the limelight from them. <laughs> yeah, that's really my problem. The limelight. Anyways, have uh, I, I, you started watching Sex Drugs? No, it's on my uh, list. I, I have a T-Vote, but I haven't started watching it. Yeah, I'm going to use Series 3 fan, too. Oh, yeah. yeah I, 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 it's show. on the list, and I'm trying to finish a couple other shows first. I finally finished Orange is the New Black after three months. I don't even want to get into that. My wife started watching a couple of I just, I just don't want another TV See, show. See, and that's the problem. I have that problem where I was like, somebody told me, you have to start watching Mr. Robot. And then they said I have to watch this other thing. I T-Voted, so it's there, but I haven't started that one yet, either. Oh, yeah. Just, it, it's, it ends next week. You'll plow through all ten episodes in no time. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm starting to I'm starting to find that's the way I almost prefer to watch my exactly. seasons now. I don't just I, let the whole season TiVo and then just plow through it on a weekend. You know, I binge watch. Though my TiVo is getting so big now, I, I I need the flu for like two weeks. Yeah, you know, so I have to stay at home and just catch up. It's oh. getting so backed up. Yeah, but um, anyways, uh, another shout out to Rick Gadway of Federal Cigars up in New Hampshire. I guess you know. The only way he'll put on Kiss My Ash Radio is somebody tells him we're going to mention him on the radio. So, yeah. You missed it when we already did it, but now that I know you're on, I'll shout out to you again. But we're going to send you some posters, Rick, so that you and your shop and all your fellow Klansmen could listen to KMA Saturday mornings. 
10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. We're actually having posters made, so yeah, you guys can send them to shops around the country. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe we're still using that one photo. I know it's the a, best photo, no, though. You don't to, like I that think photo? We need to do like a, we need to make a new photo. Really? Yeah. Even if we post these up and like and just get into character and get some props and stuff. That wasn't. Just. You know, I this perspective for you guys. It's old for us. We've never used that photo really nationally, or no one has seen that photo. We put Facebook one time for caption this photo. Yeah, one time. And then I'm we also saying, like ten times bigger than this since we put I'm that up. Saying, Probably. I'm just. I think we should just like. Listen. Here and just. Do, does anybody some... have? John. Yeah, right here on send, Facebook. Send, I can find it. Put it up on our Facebook site. Let's see what. The, where they want us to use that photo for the poster. I think it's the perfect photo of us. It, it was... Oh, yeah. me like that. <laughs> he does, That's though. cold. That was just cold. No, 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 no. You no. don't even know what we're talking about. What are you talking about? No, we, John, we're making you KMA are so posters. far gone. We're making KMA posters. We start sending some of our shops in the country. So, you know, more listenership, let people know about the show. So we're using the old photo of us from the Orlando trade show four years ago. But it's the perfect uh, picture where me and Emily look like we're having fun at animals. But they think it's so old, but we've never marked it. We have a, photo- we have a ca- professional camera and photographers here. We do? Yeah, our team. Who's professional photographer here? Jay's pretty good. Oh, yeah. He's about as professional as I am a eater. But no, I mean... But the, it's, That's pretty professional. Do you know what photo I'm talking about? That's why. The photo is just a perfect photo of our show and the personalities of our show. I mean, it really epitomizes our show. You don't you don't have it, do you? I'm, I'm finding it. All right. Well, either way, we got Coop on the phone. Every now and then, uh, we like to invite a blogger to be on our show. Ah, the sun is so bright! Blogger's Corner. And I Sunshine since I don't know when. Now be nice, these guys don't get out too much. Yeah, probably. Copy of copy of the poster in the back. There's a copy of the poster, but I can't put it on social media, it won't look right. But I might have it. I might have it in, in uh, my thing. Either way. We got William Coop the Coopster from Cigar-Coop.com. Coop, how's it going, pal? Hey, good morning, Abe, Adam, and Emily. Hey, what's Good up, morning, Abe? my friend. How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Very busy time, I guess, for uh, cigar bloggers and cigar media people this time of year. Yeah, uh, we're in the IPCPR game now. So um, the cigars are starting to make their way out, and um, it's an exciting time to get to try uh, a lot of new cigars. Yeah? What are some of your favorites of the new stuff that's coming out? I'll give you three, and I think uh, one of them is going to shock you, but I'll, I'll give you the two that won't maybe shock you as much. Um, the first one was um, Jose Cejas um, and Matilde Cigars, uh, the Matilde Oscura. And yep. I talked and I, one of our... funny because I talked with JD from Toasted Foot, and we spent some time at the show, and we both came back saying that was one of the standout cigars of the show. I completely concur. I am waiting for the end of September for it to arrive like nothing else. I, I, 
I was blown away by that cigar. Um, and I've had a, I've had a couple of the sizes. I've had the uh, the Corona and the Robusto, and they've just been spectacular. Um, and I love the first, the Renaissance, a lot. So this one, I even think, went to another level. It's a really, really good Oscura. Absolutely. I 100% concur. So what are the other two? Um, Recluse. The uh, Recluse released their fourth line, um, which is the Recluse, um, the Habana, excuse me, the Recluse Amadeus Habana Reserva. Great, great yep. cigar. Really provided, I think, very a, well. a sweet I... spot in their line. Um, they needed that medium, natural Habano cigar, and it's just an absolute flavor bomb. I've been real impressed with that cigar. I also concur as well. That I, was also another thing I nubbed at that, the trade show. That just started hitting the shelves, and yep. it's been doing extremely, extremely well. They've you have done not a tried great that. You job to get at your hands on it. coming out with regular production cigars that you can get. You know, i got to be honest. You know, that was, that was a brand and a company that I just saw out there. I'm like, oh, this thing ain't going anywhere. And I, I, I knew Scott Weeks for years, decades maybe. And, um, oh, yeah, because I knew his father and he rep. Oh, they've been reps in the industry for years. Oh, years. That's part of the so, story. So, um, I just didn't see it. And they've done a great job. Mm-hmm. Their stuff's actually been great product that's been received well by consumers, you know, all over. So, Long-time supporters of Kiss My Ass Yeah, they have been. You know, I, I really got to come in. They're, they're, they're a company that's very aggressive. Yes. In being interactive, they they want to partake in anything that we're doing on KMA or through our retail shops. I mean, they're they're very very active people, but they got a good product to stand behind it. So yeah, we're we're, we're with you so far, Coop. All right, what's the haven't, shocker? I haven't heard the shocker yet. All right, all right, hold on to your seatbelt. Uh, Dunhill Selection Suprema. You lost me. <laughs> You, you just took a complete and left turn. And I don't ever hold on to my seatbelt. You took a complete, you took a complete left turn. No, because I would never even have thought to even try it. To be honest with you, I didn't even know that was made. Who who's doing that it, now? Is that it's still a general cigar they made for the brand's 80th anniversary? I was tipped off from a friend in Chicago actually on that cigar, and he told me you got to smoke this cigar, and I had to. You know, Chicago people. Chicago it, people are really really right smart. On. It is a it is a really really good cigar, except in this case. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, who, who, is that is that still being distributed by General? It is. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, yeah, because I mean that, that's just that's just a company that's just gone through the worst management, particularly because I mean, Dunhill back before the boom and during the boom was you know it was like that off white label. Yeah. You know. Uh, the old white boxes and the white tubes are huge sellers. People were smoking Dunhill. Then the brand got butchered. Then they tried to revitalize it with those red boxes. What were they called? Oh, oh the Dunhill, yeah, FC. I didn't even the, know they had cigars. Dunhill. I thought they just did the cigarettes. No, no, no. They were big on cigars. Yeah, it was the red box. It was like a 16-count box, too. And it was like a, a $15, tobacco, dollar, yes. $14 yeah, cigar. Yeah, the signature series where the yeah. silver plate on the red box mm-hmm. and they tried to revitalize it and they got, that got messed up. And, it, you know, I didn't even know they were made a new cigar. So that's the one to look for, huh? It, yeah, it, it's a limited, it's not a cheap cigar, but it lived up to, it lived up, I mean, it, it really exceeded my expectations. Um, you, I think if you smoked it unbanded, it's kind of one of those cigars you'd say, this is, this is a Dunhill, because you'd be real surprised by it. I don't get band happy when I smoke a cigar. I'm pretty honest. I I I really don't care what it says. I'll I, you know, 
I'll, I'll, I, 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 that's probably why a lot of manufacturers have come to want me to try their cigars because I'll, I'll be the one to just tell them, dude, this sucks. Sorry. I mean, or I mean, I'm just honest. Why they call for, you honest, Well, no, but I'll, I'll explain. For my player profile, it sucks because I'm also a firm believer there's an ass for every seat. Yep. You know, somebody likes something. You know, so um, uh, I, I, you know, I'm kind of actually upset that you actually said that now because now coming from you, I'm actually probably going to have to try that cigar. I would give it a try. I mean, I think you just got to get every oh. cigar's got to have a clean slate, and you got to sometimes. I trust your you judgment. Have a perception of a I brand, you got to just put it aside. Sometimes, in my opinion. Uh, I trust your judgment, Coop. I will definitely seek out that cigar and give it a try, just to say I tried and, it. Um, what, and if you're wrong, you call me out on it. I'll, I'll even. No, I mean, it, I just listen. I don't believe there's wrong to right in this business. I really don't. And then that's one thing that people just got to really understand. I mean. Steve Saka said something once that I just found so true and so hilarious. He goes, you know, of course Rocky thinks his cigars are the best cigars. Of course Fuente thinks there's a... And of course I think my cigars are the best cigars because I'm blending the stuff that I like. So I'm blending it to my taste. So yeah, I think my stuff's the best. There's people out there with your similarities. Right. So I mean, there's no right or wrong. I just may agree or disagree. But, um, you know, I, I, I follow your reviews and I find more often than not, we're pretty much on the same page. So... It uh, it'll definitely pique my interest, and I'm going to give it a try. Oh, good. I'm glad. Anything else? I appreciate anything that. Anything else going on? Yeah, absolutely, Coop. Anything else going on new? Anything with the CMA? Um, yeah, I think the CMA. You know, uh, we actually it was really good actually. The CMA. We had four of the five actually board members there, and we actually all for the first time got together. And you know, a lot of people talk about competition, right? And we are competitors, right? And, yes, we're friends, too, but, but let me tell you, there was a case where I needed a photo from the trade show, and um, I, I, lost some, I lost some photos. I accidentally blew away some photos. I picked up, uh, I sent an email, actually, out to the guys at Blind Man's Puff, who I knew had these photos, and they, no problem, they gave them to me. You know, hey, here they are, use them however you want, you know. And, that, and that, that's the type of thing, you know, where the media can really work together in a case like that, you know. And then it was the same thing J.D. and I were doing some introductions to different manufacturers uh, at the show this year. You know, so I, I see the CMA was really working together a lot more this year, you know, as we started to come together and we started to get to know each other. You know, I, I, and I, oddly enough, I find it that way also on the other side of the fence. Um, the manufacturers do that a lot. They, you know, people think, oh, they're competitors, you know, but there's a lot of manufacturers that will work together. Um, God rest his soul. I remember when Kiki Burger's barn burned down. He lost a lot of tobacco, a lot of space. Mm. Nick Perdomo came to help him out, and a lot. Of, you know, they do that a lot. It's it's, it's very... even Jonathan or uh, Marvin when he was here a couple months ago said he wouldn't be where he is today if it weren't for Kiki, who basically just gave him tobacco and tobacco and yeah, tobacco yeah. and the same thing. So it does happen. So what's some of the reviews coming up on your site this week, Coop? Um, some good stuff, actually. Um, the Avo um, Synchro Nicaragua is coming up, which I really enjoyed. I That's like, another cigar I really enjoyed. I, I actually like that cigar. It, I, actually, when we were, we were playing with this Periscope earlier in the week when uh, Brian, my tech guy, first was telling me about it, and I actually smoked that cigar in, my, like, I think, my first or second Periscope episode. You know, uh, But, yeah, I actually like I, They've done a really stellar job rebranding that whole line. They really have. I, um, they have, uh, and they did a different thing to Camacho. And it worked, I think, for what they were doing with Abo. The, the releases have been really good. 
Yeah, big big kudos to uh, I forgot his first name, Kosher, but the the kid. Oh, Scott. Rick, 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 Scott, Scott, Scott. Scott. There Scott. you go. Yeah, no, yeah. Rich is the Zeno. Yeah, very, very, yeah, that's Krutek. Yeah, Scott Kosher, big kudos to him. He's done a really good job rebranding that, and the, and the blends have, uh, that I've tried so far have been fantastic. Anything uh, else uh, you're reviewing this week? Uh, the Monte Cristo White Vintage, which is using that U.S. Connecticut wrapper. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a big year for Monte Cristo. Obviously, uh, 80th anniversary of the brand. You guys talked about that earlier on. So they Did have you get to try Monte that Cristo at the show? Releases. It's going to be the White Vintage. It's going to be the one coming up this week. Um, I have the uh, another review of the La Bohème coming out, um, which is uh, Rafael Nodel cigar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did, so did you smoke I've been really impressed with yet? that wine. He also released the box press, which we reviewed last week, uh, the Encantador, which was very good. Yeah. So true. Now, Coop, did you smoke the Monte Cristo 80th? Not yet. I do have it. Do you? Okay, as long as you've got it, good. Yeah, I'd be interested in that. I would, see that I, I would very much, yeah. after, I, I'm not going to give anything away, but I'm very interested to know what you think. Me too. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I usually try to time the reviews as they come closer to the market. So I'm, I'm kind of, Smart. that's kind of the reason. But now this kind of has piqued my curiosity, you guys just saying that. <laughs> well, Coop, listen, once again, brother, thank you for coming on the show. Our listeners out there all over the country, please check out his site. It's cigar-coop.com. Thanks a lot, Will. Keep up the great work, pal. Yeah, thanks for everything. Thanks for all the support, everyone. Absolutely. Take care. After the break, we're going to announce some of our uh, social media winners and our Zycar winners, and we're going to find out who this week belongs in a cigar insane asylum, courtesy of CLE and Asylum Cigars. Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and Lady M. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand pick, hand roll, and then carefully hand check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available, continue in this tradition with the new Oliva Series V Melanio, a full-flavored yet smooth smoke which recently received a 95 rating from Cigar Snob magazine. Melanio and the other great Oliva cigars can be found at all smoke-in locations, so always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and an uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year with numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. 
Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in sun-grown or Maduro. From the makers of the number one cigar in the USA in 2013, the Aging Room Quattro F55 comes yet another highly rated cigar, the Aging Room Bin Number 1, a full-bodied Dominican cigar made with some of the world's oldest tobacco in the market today from the harvest of 1997, 98, and 99. It starts out smooth and builds up in strength and flavor until it reaches its full potential. The Aging Room Bin Number 1. For the true connoisseur looking for a sophisticated smoking experience, with balance, complexity, and character. Aging Room Cigars. Blending is in our DNA. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back. Honestly, here with my gang, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely lady. Thank you for joining us for our final segment of this week's episode of Kiss My Ash Radio. We are broadcasting in front of a live audience in the world-famous Casa Monte Cristo Cigar Bar, right here in the heart of Boynton Beach, Florida. Uh, we have a couple shout-outs. Uh, Marcus W. in Boca was our social media winner. Uh, heard the word hops. Followed us on Facebook and Twitter at Kiss My Ash Radio. He won a five-pack of Recluse Cigars, courtesy of uh, the fine folks over there. And Joe Miller in Phoenix, Arizona. Staying cool this summer, I hope. You are a winner of our Zycar package. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we'll get those packages out to you this week. We appreciate it. Um, now I guess it's that time, huh? Oh, I don't even want to tell this story, but I'm going to. Oh, okay. Well, let's Is this like the baby in the freezer no, again? No, that was the worst. No, it's We wouldn't not even read here. that one. It's time to find out who belongs in a Cigar Insane Asylum. Welcome to the Cigar Asylum. Did you know I'm utterly insane? We all go a little mad sometimes. Where logic and reason cease to exist. What one do you want to read? No, you can do that one. You want me to do this one? Oh, yeah. That one's one's more funny. That that one's like, yeah, I saw that one a couple weeks ago. We, we both. Right. We probably got time. We got time for both. I'm going to start with the gruesome one, then we'll end on the funny note. Ugh. Gruesome details emerge in the murder of Homestead Job Corp students. Get this. Right down here in Florida. Down in Homestead. It's always in Florida. It's always. Why are all the weirdos in Florida? What did these guys do? All right. Three Homestead Job Corp students have confessed. Job Corp? Job Corps. I guess it's a okay. school down there. They're students? Yeah, students have confessed. This is ki- How old are people, these kids? Um, 17 years old. Okay. 17, 18. Have confessed to a plot to lure a teen into the woods where they then repeatedly hacked with a machete and forced into a shallow grave as he laid there wounded, police revealed on Wednesday. The sickening details were included in an arrest report that uh, four students, I'm not going to even say their names, uh, they're being charged with a, uh, with an alleged role in the savage murder of Jose Gordardo. The uh, they say what the reasoning is. Uh, yeah, after a group of students buried Jose, they cleaned up the bloody scene. Uh, Strickland, accused of being the ringleader, stayed in the woods and then had sexual had sex with another one of the other murderers. They stayed there and had sex uh, at the crime guy? scene. No, girl, at oh. the crime scene. Wow. Um, Miami-Dade police homicide detectives last week arrested uh, Arbello, 20, a suspect in the 
drug dealer, as the drug dealer in the school, said that the brother of the uh, victim had owed him money. And so they decided to... So this was... So they're trying to say that this was a... Retaliation. Retaliation. Not right. even, yeah. It was a punishment or a whatever. punishment. Yeah. yeah. You, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's weird enough that you could find one whack job that would be willing to do this. How are four people think that this is a normal I, I, thing? How many people do you have to have to you're officially called a gang? Because I think that's right there. I know, but to be a gang, to be a, a gang that's willing to machete a guy in the woods is two Once again, things. I... Don't do what? I think that's right on the level of there's four of them, they're that crazy, they're a gang of people, and now they're nuts. Uh, when is the trial? Um, it looks like they're going to trials shortly, soon. They're, I mean, they're arrested. They're arrested. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Hot, better note, better note. Um, do you, are you a homeowner? Who's a homeowner? You guys got good neighbors? Pretty no, much. No, John's saying no. You would have bad neighbors. <laughs> Uh, James and Lisa Price put up an unusual sign outside of their house in Farmers Branch, Texas, on August 7th. The sign says, "House for sale by owner because my neighbor's a douchebag." Lisa claims that her neighbor has put up cameras to spy into her family's backyard, complains to city officials that her dogs um, uh, bark, and she received a $121 ticket. Lisa claims he knew that we had dogs when he moved in. After prices got uh, after the prices got the fine in the mail, their signs went up. The neighbor is reportedly out of town, but most of the other neighbors support the sign. So apparently, many of the neighbors in the neighborhood feel this way about the douchebag neighbors. Um, right now, it is not illegal to have that sign. Oh no, it's actually not. It's not because it is a real estate sign. It is completely allowed to be stay in the yard, and there is nothing in Texas law for, for it to be a problem. So I, I, I'm not sure who's the insane asylum person in that story. But the, the neighbor. The neighbor. Oh. The jerk-off neighbor for, for purposely dick. put cameras in their house to spy into their neighbor's yard, which I don't know. That that should be illegal. Well, they, to show city officials that the dogs bark. Dogs bark. It's what they do. I guess there's like some kind of like ordinance they need to follow. Your dogs aren't allowed to be outside before 8 a.m. And wherever they live. Yeah. Huh. See, I had a problem with that, but our solution was, should we just go out there and feed the dog poison? Because the dog was, like, let out at 6 a.m., and the woman would feed the squirrels. And so the dog would get annoyed because the woman was feeding the squirrels. And the squirrels were coming into the and yard. And exactly. And then at 6 a.m., and we would get, we would be awoken every morning at 6 a.m. because the woman's feeding the squirrels, and the dogs are barking. It was a little annoying. Wow. Well... Those people definitely belong in a cigar insane asylum this week. We hope you enjoyed the show, folks. Um, in my traditional closing, life is short. Savor the moments that count. Never be afraid to express how you feel, because if anyone doesn't like it, you just tell them to kiss your ash. Be merciless. Spare no cigar. Smoke them all. Let God sort them out.